is where real and virtual motorsport meet. From the ITA studio, to the paddock, to the sim rig. Pull up a chair, pour a drink. This is the Into the Apex Podcast. Into the Apex Podcast. bit of a full house here tonight on into the apex uh bradley's out he is tending to his new castle uh as we kind of alluded to in the episodes past getting his sim room and studio set up uh, not too far from me uh and he'll be joining us from there before too long uh but filling in the space here well of course i've got rob from canada back with us uh what? and uh, patrick i got the the full-time crew here but i'm also getting some help I've got some help tonight from John Javicki from Into the Paddock podcast uh, and the Javicki Agency, uh, listener to sponsor to network cast member. I like the progression. And, uh, <laughs> of course, the one and only Jason Bivens from California, uh, both of whom were with us uh, at Daytona. And, uh, Jason, good to have you on the show again tonight remotely. It's great to be here coming from a very rainy Southern California today, and uh, oh, wow. I said, you know what? A podcast and a cold beverage is what I need. Yes, I, I endorse that. I raised my glass to it. Uh, here in North Carolina, it's been hot as hell this week, uh, including today, and uh, therefore allergies have taken the better of me. So I'm going to be using the mute button, uh, the quiet button quite a bit tonight, uh, but I'm going to pr- push through because we don't miss episodes on this show. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, it's been it's been an interesting week for motorsport. I mean, I feel like honestly, I mean, we obviously we had the Rolex uh, in real motorsport that got us going again, but uh, I mean, you had NASCAR coming back. I want to touch on that a bit, Patrick, for you, uh, dear. Uh, but thank you. Jesus. Also, I mean, Ooh. next for me and Rob and and whoever else here is is into it. IndyCar is back next weekend. IndyCar is back. F1, IndyCar. I like NASCAR too. Like it's just like racing is back. Like the season is here. Yeah, is what time, I, would I mean, say. this warm weather that we got, at least in the middle part of the U.S. I know there are some winter storms going on through uh, further north of us, but uh, here in the middle part of the, of the U.S., I mean, it was seventies, eighties this week, and and so you're getting a, a real taste of of the new season that's to come, and it includes racing and hot days at VIR and Watkins Glen and uh, Nashville street circuit, uh, mid Ohio and the like. Uh, so you kind of get that, you get in that mood again. It gets you, it gets you going again. Um, let's start with NASCAR. I mean, did anybody here not watch the Daytona 500 or follow it in some way? Uh, I'll take that poll. Did anybody here not follow that, that event? So everybody here. So out of us, uh, Five of us, we all followed it. Uh, I kept up with it through my phone, through YouTube TV on my phone. I was on the road, but I, I had it playing. Uh, I had my phone mounted with video playing, which was probably not smart, but I did it. Uh, but it was, I mean, it was appointment television, uh, as we like to say. And uh, it's always a spectacle and the the stakes help. Um, 
But honestly, I mean, I've said this, I gave my, you, everybody that listens remembers the New Year's resolution. And as I sit here in my studio, to my right is my rig. And, and honestly, today and currently, the oval, the round wheel that Jerry Isaacs uh, sold to me at a, de- a reasonable rate, I might add, is currently attached to my rig. So I was doing some oval racing today. I, I'm trying to do an oval renaissance. Uh, Patrick, I know you've been into it. Uh, John, I know it's not been your thing. Jason, I think the same. And Rob, I know when we first started sim racing together, you were not, and you you were an oval guy to an extent. I just can't believe you're actually saying this right now because I'm having an oval renaissance right now. <laughs> it's a, Are you serious? I've been, yeah, I swear to God, I've just been. That's all I've raced as of late. T- tell me more. Tell me more. Um, just ever since Daytona and I had the majors, was just doing a lot of it. And then also around the time of Bathurst, my other rim broke. So I had to put like my big round one on again. And it just made me think, yeah, let's turn some ovals. So, so that being the case, what have you what have you been driving lately? Like, I don't know, last two weeks, let's say. Well, it's really only been last week or so, to be okay. honest. There was, like I said, there was the cup cars, just everything with the majors for the Daytona 500 with the majors. And then other than that, like, I don't even have my A license in OVO any, anymore. So I just Xfinity outside well, of that. You were doing oval league racing with us when you first started with us in 2020. Uh, as we all as kind of a group of guys, um, Jason included in 2020. I mean, we all got going and ovals. That's kind of where we cut our teeth and hanged out, hung out. What's the hung out? We all hung out. Hung out. Yeah. yeah. We all, we all kind of shot the shit on oval nights because i mean honestly you you can complain about cautions all you want but cautions are a wonderful opportunity to shoot the shit and hang out with your butts it's true i think i made like all of four starts so yes i was there but (laughs) it was not my forte but i did okay just not wrecking right i wasn't fast but i would not wreck and then uh somehow you know end up there at the end with the place and then, uh, John, you've been, I mean, you've been working with Into the Paddock now to cover in Real Motorsport for the network. Uh, so I know you you had to kind of push yourself to get into NASCAR a bit more. Uh, has that transferred over to the sim on the week of the Daytona 500? Yeah, I mean, I joining that group, I felt like the mongoloid out of all of them because, I, you know, they, they had all this knowledge of, uh, you know, road racing and, and oval racing. And, and um, I feel like I had the, uh, my work cut out for me, so... I uh, I decided to jump on and get out of rookies and oval, and let me tell you, it was probably the most annoying thing <laughs> I've ever gone through. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, every literally the the two I had like two races back to back. It was like the what uh, what's it the the legends car? It's like the old yeah hot rod looking yeah looking car. I shit you not, both races during the pace lap get hit and spun for a four X. And I'm like, and I even have like the trading paints livery that says it's, it's yellow and black and says <laughs> I'm here for safety rating. So I, it's maybe it's me. Cause they, they probably saw that and it was like, Oh, here's look at this fucker. We're going to hit. Yeah. Him. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're probably I, just bring your asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it took probably like four or five races because I kept getting a four X before the, the, the race even started. And, and, you know, I, I usually keep my calm on the on the eye racing comms for that matter. But you best believe I was like, what? You know, getting on there, dropping some f bombs. Like, are you serious? 
And then yeah. like the last race I did, I finally got out of it, but there was a guy that joined and he had, I think it was 2000 ping or whatever his connection. So you literally would see him in like spots and like, mm-hmm. uh, like every, in every three seconds. And then finally, like the race started. And of course, you know, I'm looking in my mirror, no one's there. And all of a sudden, boom, I get shoved forward. The guy, you know, freaking hits me. And, um, but anyway, so now I'm on to what's it? D license. It can do the, uh, the Arca cars and what's the other one? The late models. <laughs> so I've not tried those yet. I'm, I'm pretty nervous, but I but, like uh, racing Arca. Sorry, did anyway. What are you laughing about, Patrick? <laughs> oh, Arca brakes. Oh, Arca brakes. Gotta love it. I mean, that's the last one where you don't have cautions, and it is chaotic without the. Oh. Uh, road races are one thing without cautions, but oval races without cautions. I mean, you're just set up for failure. Honestly, I mean, you just don't. Yeah. It's 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 absolutely an arcade game to a degree when you get to that. A hundred percent. The oval, 100%. the in the oval races uh, that I've been in, people are way more chatty than in road racing. Like you were saying, they are. You know, like people, they'll talk the entire race, and I'm like, it's a little off putting if you're not used to it. And then it can be yeah. another source of frustration, right? Where you're not really concentrating you're concentrating on you know what's my comeback to this 14 year old roasting me you know i don't i don't know if i've i've said this before i feel like i i either have on air or off to somebody guys uh but in 2020 so you know getting back into it in covid i was really hooked on the oval racing the competition the adrenaline rush that you could get with it i mean it's road racing is is my favorite absolutely but there is certainly an instant gratification um, adrenaline rush to certain oval racing uh, as you get good at it uh, and you're around people that you're close you know racing closely with uh, road racing you can kind of get that you know if you get up on somebody and you're lucky you can get a real close battle but it's not always guaranteed it doesn't always happen oval i mean you're pretty much almost always going to have some kind of close battle or competition to kind of keep your adrenaline up and uh, so w- when gyms were closed during covid that was like my weekend. Typically, I go to the, went to the gym in the morning and uh, kind of got that out of my system. But during COVID, when that was all closed for like a good three months, I would get a cup of coffee, get on a, a class, whatever, C truck race, oval race in the morning uh, with other people stuck inside and listen to these guys from Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Florida, just say the funniest shit I've ever heard. Uh, I, I, I recall, I'll never forget it. It's been almost three years. And there was a kid from Alabama who was in a session of truck racing at like Dover. Uh, and he was talking about to, to people just bullshitting under caution about how he smokes weed and he was high that very Saturday morning. And then he found out the guy in his session was a guy he knows who's a cop. And I'm like, Oh, what, what is going on? I mean, it's a source of entertainment besides just the race. I don't know why that stuck with me, but but that's kind of the oval racing sentimentality that I want to get back to. <laughs> it's maybe just focused on me, but but nevertheless. Can we can we go back to the uh, the the Daytona five hundred real quick? So I, I'm not a you know oval guy. I don't know as much about it as Patrick, but and the the next gen cars they sure seem crashy for lack of a better term. Uh, you have, you know, last lap, like, you have, you know, it was the long, right. The longest, uh, 500 ever, right. Because there's so many yeah. caution laps and everything. And, 
I know we as road racers, we all like those those next gen cars, right? They're sweet. They're very similar, you know, have a lot of similarities to road racing. But to the way it ended, just this massive pileup again on the final lap, and then what Stenhouse won under under caution, essentially, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Basically, when they hit he Patrick, got the white flag. What's your hot yeah? Take, he got Patrick. the white flag. So <sighs> yeah, it's like whenever they hit the button, it was going to be him or Logano. But it's, yeah, basically, you can decide. Whoever hits the button decides. And I don't know their overtime stuff. I understand, you know, as a fan, you don't want to, that lame ending. But at the same time, is a gimmicky ending again and again and again also lame? That's the, that's maybe the debate to put out there to people that watch this. My biggest pet peeve, and I know I'm not the only person, I'm probably one of many. Five million motherfucking car or commercial breaks. Oh, commercial God. breaks were oh, insane. <laughs> Good lord. That even for a NASCAR race, that was fucking insane. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. They would go to like- side by side and then it you know, it'd go to like a caution and then they wouldn't come back right away like NBC does. I'm like Yeah. The fuck yeah. Are they like they were like These front loading the broadcast with them like where i was at anyway like like the first half of the race had way more than the second half and maybe they do that by design so that like the most important parts of the race is at the end they're not cutting away I, from I, I don't know it was just but yeah it was still it was a awful. lot considering you're fucking sitting there watching advertisements race around the track yeah, uh, that's true exactly like as if there's not enough fucking time for advertisements the whole thing is for advertisers yeah. The advertisers on the car got yeah. less advertisements than the commercials. <laughs> I mean, this was the and first. And that's what their whole thing is putting Sunny D on the side of a fucking Ford Mustang. <laughs> John, yeah, go ahead. The watch, yeah, this, this was the first NASCAR race that I've ever watched from start to finish. And, and yeah, I was not thrilled with the, the commercial. I mean, it was, and it seemed like, too, like, especially the first couple of cautions. They're like, and now we're going to commercial break. And as they're kind of panning out for the commercial break, you look, there's cars fucking wrecking in the background. And you're like, well, I'll go back. Go, you know, and, uh, <laughs> it was, um, I had, like, I know I was down there at Daytona with you guys, but I had my family with me. So I wasn't at the racetrack as much as you guys, but I was having, like, when I would go back to the hotel before I would go back, you know, and, and met you guys later that, that night on, uh, on Saturday night, I tried to watch a little bit of the Daytona. Uh, or the Rolex on Peacock, and yeah. I started having PTSD from from seeing that <laughs> Peacock coverage for the Rolex, and then now watching the the Daytona 500. But uh, yeah, it was um, it was it was frustrating, especially like like when my favorite racing was started off as road racing, and so I was spoiled all of last year and the prior year because Peacock shows it you know, commercial free, like, yeah, is there no commentary in the background, but you're not missing a minute of the, of the race coverage. Um, and obviously that has changed. So I guess we're, we're spoiled, but, uh, you know, anyways, I, I, it was pretty disappointing to say the least, but here in America, formula one coverage presented by mothers is uninterrupted. I mean, that's a luxury. We get the sky mm-hmm. sports feed, but Rob, I don't know about you. are the only out of us, you know, guy here. Uh, what's your F1 coverage like? Because here in America on ESPN, it is nonstop. Like it's it's perfect. Um, it's it's good. Like you don't they always at least do like the side by side. Like it never fully cuts away yeah, ever. And we, we don't even have to deal with that, guys. I mean, America. My cable got it made. 
Mm-hmm. My my yeah. my subscription to my cable package or whatever it is comes with four dedicated channels. So like I get mixed on boards, a timer channel. There's like, there's like four different ones. Different so like I can watch as much as I want in many different ways. So like like we're not shorted for it in any way. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like you get that criticism for IndyCar too. I mean, uh, it's starting next week at at St. Pete, and already they're you know they're announcing and hyping up that. More races than ever, I believe, are broadcast on the the mothership NBC. It's great for IndyCar. I mean, anybody that, that's listened to us for long enough knows that that we're we're beating the IndyCar drum. But um, I don't know if it's if it's going to be a commercial fest. You're gonna if you check out Twitter or Reddit on any given event to kind of, kind of. I mean, that's where, honestly where I think we and anybody that really wants to know what people think are going to check some of those mediums. I feel like Reddit is where like brutal honesty lives. Like I have an appreciation for those, those channels. Um, but I mean, yeah, there's gotta be happy ba- uh, medium. I mean, obviously there have to be ads, right? I mean, it's not all going to be the F1 condition that we have here in the U S is luxury. We get it on ESPN on cable or, you know, a streaming service and we don't pay an extra premium and it's commercial free. I mean, Peacock, I don't, you know, I, I had Peacock all last year because of Emza and IndyCar and it was nice, but you know, it was like what? Yeah, $4, like, $4 a month, John. I mean, Peacock right. subscription was not bad. Right. I but like the state doesn't like everybody paying for ESPN. Even if you're not using ESPN, like a certain part of your cable package is going to them. It's like they're one of those kind of yeah. companies. So it's like you're paying for it one way or the other. I'm assuming. Oh, shut yeah. Rob. You're just taking it all the window. Funnel to Disney. <laughs> Patrick. It all goes to Disney. <laughs> Don't make this about Disney. Um. <laughs> I feel like it's you're jinxing ESPN's owned by Disney. You're yeah. jinxing it, Tyler, with our commercial-free broadcasts of F1. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. going yeah. to you, mess oh, it up for us now. Yeah, now you mentioned it. I'm like, wait, how is <laughs> how is that possible? Right? There's nothing else we watch that's commercial. Mother's polish, Jason. Mother's polish. If you're going to polish your car, buy Mother's and support that free F1. Yes, I would. Right, <laughs> I'm brand loyal. I, I I recognize who makes that possible. It's mothers. Thank you, mothers. Does this mean we have to cut the commercials out in between uh, uh, takes here on the on the podcast too? Well, I mean, it, are we, we critical? No, no, they're just they're just fine the way they are, gentlemen. We're not doing twenty kidding. minute ads. So. <laughs> yeah. What I think, what I think the greater point is, we need some deep pocket company like Mothers of all places yeah. to come into NASCAR and IndyCar and make it commercial free. Just slap one logo up at the corner for the whole three hours and uh, make everybody through the roof, apparently. Make everybody happy. Um, I like the Javecki, um commercials with the uh, Mayhem little tag <laughs> right there. That's, that's yeah. very well done. Very well done for I uh, that all on my own. I'm proud of that. I, I got like a couple it. little creative uh, fibers in my body, I guess. That's about it. It's a good <laughs> script. It's a good script. To come it up with something new here for the for the uh, new year. We'll see. <laughs> uh, we mentioned Disney uh, facetiously, perhaps, but uh, Rob, I want to shine the radar on you for a second because uh, you've kind of been you've sidestepped from from our chats and whatnot. You've sidestepped sim racing just a tad, and you've been playing. That's a, not true. That's you, not true. You've been playing a different thing. <laughs> Play lots of things. What 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 am I talking about? You know what I'm talking about, Rob. What am I talking about? Hogwarts Legacy. 
Say it again. Hogwarts Legacy? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it is. You've been playing Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, like many people in our Discord. Well, just two people that I'm aware of, but in our little community. Is anybody else here playing Hogwarts Legacy? Probably not, I'm assuming. Okay. Barely have time to iRace. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Jason's like a family guy that was business. that was another point where's when's he going to be have time to play fucking hogwarts <laughs> legacy well well i mean tell us a little more about it rob because you're and I you're mean, like what do you, what, what, what do you want to know i want to know what i mean are you a wizard or a witch or, or what what exactly i mean you you've talked a lot about this a lot of like this? what do you mean it's taken Harry away from Potter your yeah like yeah there we go. Do, you get, do you get to drive in it i mean i mean what level are you, you at? drive a broom Okay, so you drive a broom. Tell us, tell us about it, Rob, real quick. Just tell me something about it. I'm curious. It's exactly what you think it is. Are you, are you a wizard performing wizard? Yes, work? of course I'm a wizard doing wizardry. Well, then you're me, probably a bigger Harry Potter fan than me. Tell me more just about to, it. Rob. Just to establish this, we went to Florida for the first Daytona, and him and Bradley were standing in the window seeing Hogwarts. From up in our thing, like standing in the window, full staff, just like talking about going there. And I was going to Universal for the first time after the Daytona, and they were dead set that I need to get them wands, and that the next time I seen them, I would be delivering them their wands. But did you so do that? Are you, let, let me ask you, Tyler. Are you a fucking wizard? <laughs> well, if I'd had a goddamn wand from Orlando from you, I would. <laughs> but since Touché. I don't, I guess you're not. since I don't, I'm not. Well, I guess uh, I guess you won that battle because I am a wizard and you're not. I only have time for one thing, and I only have a cheap bastard PC for one thing. So I just I race. Are you a Muggle? Is that the name? Mu- mu- did you say Muzzle? Muggle. 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 Oh, okay. Muggle. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna be like, uh, you don't know what you're talking about, sir. <laughs> no, I grew up with Harry Potter, much like I grew up with. Uh, NASCAR with Bobby Labonte and Terry Labonte. That's the best way to put it. That I'm, is I'm bringing not, it. not even like the same <laughs> <box. laughs> Yeah, what? Um, how do you connect those dots? <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> well, with a Sharpie. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with that. I, I, nowhere. Absolutely. Rob. Dead off of fucking the, in. Off of the cliff. <laughs> I don't know if the Jebeki agency wants to sponsor tonight's broadcast. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I might switch. <laughs> what other I podcasts mean, are out there? I have an announcement to make. We're no longer covering <laughs> motorsport. We're covering Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> I didn't know this was a Hogwarts freaking podcast. Now. Well, Patrick, you know all about Hogwarts. Uh, nope. Well, uh, you're going to have to find a replacement, buddy. Sorry. I was expecting, nope, no shit. I was expecting a little more laughter on that line. <laughs> Baboo. <laughs> yep, that f- you fell flat on your fucking face, buddy. Flat on your face. Tyler, oh, boy. The influence of a little, like, you know, NyQuil, NyQuil plus whiskey or something, you know, so it's just no. it's a little little hazy tonight. Put some, some Benadryl in that whiskey. You said you, did, you had allergies, right? Yeah, I, I certainly do. A little Claritin, yeah. Claritin unclear. Robo tripping? Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Robo testing. Unfortunately, that's not me until, I mean, after the show, if it gets to that point. That's <laughs> for the other podcast, the next one you start, uh, right? That's, yes. Oh, boy. Um, the high podcast. We get high on everything you can think of. 
We'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> oh boy! Now the Javicki Agency is really sponsoring some good stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I need to go listen to the uh, Luca Mars uh, special on our sister channel. I have not listened to that yet, but I was uh, yeah. saw it, you know, hyped this week, and I was like, I I want to listen to that. But it was a it was a good one. Is he asking? good yeah. stuff? He's amazing. I mean, it's it's. I mean, you'll hear it. It's crazy to think of of him at that age. Like I can only imagine sitting in in multi class traffic at my age, driving a prototype. Yeah. Like thinking, like, oh my god, you know, the, here comes the the Porsche GTP. There's Matthew Jaminet, and then yeah. me being, you know, now think, okay, I'm 16 years old. Like, what was going on in my head when I was 16? It's just, uh, it's crazy to think, but it's. I'm excited to see where he goes. I think that's probably the coolest thing to watch. And obviously he's a, as I said before, a fellow Yinzer here in Pittsburgh. So yes, going to have to pull for him, even though he drives a Ford, you know, but hey, I try to convince hey, him easy. I mean, there's a lot of uh, Corvettes is starting a lot of uh, customer teams here. So we'll see. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that Luca probably doesn't play too much uh, Hogwarts Revenge or whatever that is. Hogwarts <laughs> Revenge. Yeah. Rob. It's revenge. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Rob, you son of a bitch. Man. Don't <laughs> knock it till you he's try. He's too busy I'm out there you. just kicking ass and driving race cars. No. I, yeah. Bradley, Bradley, actually, he's not here to defend himself, but he's setting up his stuff in his new home. And he was like, I'm going to, he's getting a desk. So what he's doing tonight is he's building a desk into the wall. It's like screwed to the wall, uh, something out of wood. We talked about it last week, the built to specs shit. Uh, but he told me as soon as he gets his PC up on an actual desk, because he's been kind of roughing it here for the last several months. Uh, he's, he literally texted me this week. I'm going to download Hogwarts legacy and start playing it. I'm like, Rob, this is all your fault. What the people do other things? <laughs> no, I don't like it. I'm not. I don't approve of it. I want to. I want to stamp that you, out. You, if you had a PC that could play it, you would already be playing it. Well, I, I, I did ask you if my laptop could play it. Exactly. You want it in? It's, it's okay. Uh, it's, it's you grew up on it. It's part of your childhood. It is. But I get bored with things like I racing. You just stop playing it. I racing is something the time that you weren't bored. Over the course of years, iRacing is something that I genuinely do not get bored with. But it's true. But things like that, I, I do get bored with it, and it's it becomes yeah. a wasted investment. They're not meant no, not wasted. But how much content? Like think you you play iRacing all the time, but how much content do you buy that never gets used? Uh, I mean, maybe a little bit. <laughs> oh, there's quite a bit. I mean, I haven't done anything at Red Red Skagen. Circuit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When was the last time you used the Dallara IR1? Uh, it's been a minute. The F1, the Mercedes cars. Yeah. The, I mean, uh, I so the Mercedes I did buy the W13, so I have those two. I have all I have long thought of hosting a short series of the for those, uh, through like into the apex. But then I'm always thinking if I organize it and I do graphics and I set it up. How many of you motherfuckers are going to show up and drive that with me? Probably not many because I, I can hear Bradley now. I didn't buy the new one. I didn't buy the new one. So then I, nobody would show up because they didn't buy the new one. So that's where I stand on that. I mean, I'm, I'm joining kind of the group think on that whole thing. 
Yeah, I don't blame you. But, I mean, as F1 comes back, wouldn't you guys like to do a community race with the new F1 car? New-ish. I'd do it. Um, I think it, not, not one that's planned that you got to commit to and that you kind of feel bad if you don't show up. Like, it's just going to be one of those things like, you know, Affleck tonight. You know, it's a Friday night. You get some people together. Maybe you just do some fun runs in and stuff. Like, I'm down to race those cars. So, like, but at, like right after this, um, you're locked in and you're going to be there. You're going to commit is what you're telling me. I thought we were going to race some ovals. The oval was on. The I do have my oval rim on, so I'm down. Yeah, me that. too. So let's do it. All and right. if you aren't there, you should feel bad about yourself because you've just committed. Yeah, this is coming <laughs> from Tyler, who is flaky as hell. No, yeah. br- no, don't. No, you no. literally bailed on my wedding. <laughs> You're going to get mad Ooh. at me if I didn't show up to <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Rob coming in strong with the support. Rob, Rob I feel nothing. Exactly. You shouldn't. <laughs> That's why I wouldn't feel anything if I didn't show up to iRace. Well, you should, goddammit. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a one-way street. It's a one-way street. No. What's I, the I, new car? What are you drinking, Jason? Do you guys have seen that? The Clio? What's it uh, kind of like in between a, a Jetta and a TCR? What, what was that car? Je- when I saw that, I didn't realize it was a Renault. What was that car, Jason, and the race of remembrance that you told us that we should do at some point that's affordable it's was a citroen yeah so i i think it's really similar to that because i think they're both renos right did i say it right uh, maybe but I, this I was called know. like the the one over there was called like a c1 or one c i forget which yeah is the letter of the number and it looks if possible even smaller than the clio <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but i i want to say they're very similar cars but yeah um Chevecki's, uh took my topic. No, uh, I'm sorry. No, no. I was I was gonna say how do, we, how do we feel about that car? Uh, I I don't know. I mean, it looks fun, and all the I, I always love to read comments, right? Of any kind of new posts or whatever, and you you can pretty quickly gauge <laughs> what the general consensus is in the first you know yeah. six seven comments, and uh, but people seem to be pretty excited about it. So I I mean I'm all for it. I I what's cool for me is. I don't spend as much time on it as some people. So then new things are new to me, right? Like it's like, oh, this is yeah. different. Or I just, right before hopping on, I was, uh, we're going to do Sebring with my Daytona team. And uh, that was the first time I've driven the BMW uh, GT3 since it'd been revamped. And I was like, wow, oh, this is a lot different. And so it's cool. I, it's, that's what makes it neat for me, uh, not being saturated by it, I guess. And I get to, have these fresh experiences. Well, I mean, you know, I, I had something driven home for me on iRacing um, when the Toyota Gazoo came out here recently. Uh, it's something that I already kind of felt and noticed. I think many of us did, but it's that, you know, your balls to the walls, high ego, you know, all of us have that at times, but your high ego sim racer, iRacer, wants to jump right, you know, get put me in the fastest thing with the quickest reaction time, and I, I'm going to tear it up out there. Put me in the BMW GTP. But honestly, the funnest racing that you see is in the Mazda, the Toyota Gazoo, the GT4. Like the funnest road racing that I, you know, the funnest road races I've participated in are in the slower cars. So give me another type of car like that that's a little slower, a little more on edge, but I have more reaction time. It kind of slides around uh, because throw me on that, that kind of car at a track like a VIR and, and I'm going to have the time of my life and I don't need to be in the glossy, fancy new 
BMW GTP. I mean, can I get an amen on that? <laughs> amen. Nobody wanted to help you out. The car the <laughs> yeah. I didn't know who was going to jump in. I felt like Rob's I was going to cut someone off. Bastard, but yeah. <laughs> hey, that's fine. Do you think we're going to slide in like a, a another car? I know we got a couple weeks here, and they've they've you know they've shown the Clio, and then what's it the another was it a spec racer for no the what's the, the formula for the b for, yeah there's something. a new one of those right something like that yeah and, but yeah, do you think they're gonna do something like a gt3 or you think they're gonna you know surprise us with something else or do you think it's uh i don't know what do you guys think i feel like with gt3s you're getting into a really b- uh, bad shuffling game with the eight car limit i mean who go i mean in America, North America, you can drop the Audi because Audi and, and you know, that's out. But if you look at the Kyalami nine hour this weekend, there's like four Audis there. So internationally, those GT3s still are pretty, you know, robust. But, but Is that yeah. Is the race I that mean, has 11 entries into it? I don't think you can use that. As it's not many. But, it's not many. Yeah, I was watching very, it. Very few. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And the BMW it's a, user, it's a cool track, too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's basically Mercedes, BMW, and Audi, and one Porsche is kind of is pretty much what it has come down to from what I could see this morning. Um, but I, I mean, yeah, it's you're going to cut somebody out, and what are you going to get? I mean, the Lexus, the Corvette. I mean, the Corvette's going to be popular in yeah. America for sure. But I'm sure know, they'll add the Corvette at some point. Dude, they have to. Yeah. I, would see, say, I, yeah. I want the Mustang GT3 that's going to be it's not racing yet this year right so maybe it's not till next season but I I will race Javecki in that thing yeah. <laughs> get your Corvette I will get my yeah, we go. hand up here a little bit here on the camera there you yeah, go yeah yeah where's your where's your <laughs> banner Patrick God. yeah you guys are Corvette uh, guys I'm I'll join Jason I'm I'm more of a Ford than a Chevy I'll tell you that well, right then now. it's on 2v2 when they yeah. come out I I would All drive, right. I would drive the Ford before Chevy any day. Okay. Yep. Well, it's uh when when they come out, we're gonna do a race. <laughs> two, I guess like, you can't really do two v two, right? Just <laughs> us four, Corvette, yes, Ford, Mono, Mono, e Mono, or whatever yes. the saying is. <laughs> I will do it. I will do it. You could do like a hosted race, you know, and just yeah, out yeah. yeah. For charity, I, I'm I'm there. Yeah. Oh yeah. For charity. Yeah. Charity. Yeah. I'll uh, so, five bucks. There we go. Yeah. That'll make a difference. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's take our halfway break, uh, gentlemen. Refill your beverages. Let's uh, dive into this second half of the show head first. We'll be right back on into the apex. Go anywhere. More into the apex is coming up. Tired of getting caught up in the mayhem of turn one? So are we. Although we can't protect you from disasters in iRacing, we can protect you and your family from mayhem on the road or at home. The Allstate Javicki Agency proudly protects families in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Give John a call today at 412-561-6239. Mention Mad Sim Racing and Into the Apex when calling to receive a gift card with a qualified quote, no purchase necessary. That's the Allstate Javicki Agency, 
covering Ohio and Pennsylvania, 412-561-6239. This episode is brought to you by the racing fans at Great Hire HR. Whether you're hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire will let you keep doing what is important, running your business. For more information, visit greathirehr.com. You've just achieved your greatest accomplishment as a sim racer. Now what? Don't let it become just another stat you never see. Alien Awards is a service run by and for sim racers, creating clearly printed plaques on solid surfaces, something you can display proudly to mark a major victory and show off your team and sponsors. Whether you're an individual driver looking to create a memory or a league owner looking to take your season to the next level, Alien Awards can help. These are quality awards I know because I've won one. There are no setup or design fees and shipping in the U.S. is free. Take your sim racing career to new heights. Visit alienawards.net. This episode is also brought to you by Bad Weather Brewing Company, located in St. Paul, Minnesota. Bad Weather Brewing Company serves up craft beers such as the Fog of War Hazy IPA or the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout, and some of the best designed cans you'll see, by the way. For the tap list and to grab your mug, visit badweatherbrewery.com. This episode of Into the Apex is brought to you by our partners at Track Racer. Since 2008, Track Racer has been designing and pioneering the best value, high-end gaming platforms and accessories. Track Racer products are made from the highest quality materials that offer unsurpassed durability. Track Racer is supported by recognizable names such as Haley Deegan, Ross Chastain, Alex Pillow, and Alpine F1 team. Check them out through the link on our website, intotheapex.com, and support the show today. into the apex and uh in second half form uh off the air coming back we're talking about a little bit of everything we're talking a bit trans am talking a little bit of rob's wedding i mean rob i feel like in about a month from now is it exactly a month thereabouts you're going to be in mexico uh, i'll be get- in mexico we four weeks from tomorrow and i'm bradley like- and patrick yeah i know i know what you're getting <laughs> i know i know what you're getting <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like we need on the show on the air. We, we we should have some kind of party for you or celebration because everybody's family. When you hear your family, yeah, we're too too far out for that. Oh well, we have okay. a few shows left. Yeah, no, not this. No, not tonight. I mean, every night's a party here, but there really but, is. But but yeah, uh, that's why we as, drink wine from the bottle. Yeah, what, Rob's drinking Snoop Dogg wine from the bottle, which he did in Daytona or Orlando or both. And uh, it's showing us how it's done. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Hey, Tyler, you, you had mentioned, I think, a couple weeks ago, and you were saying, we always have fun when we do those fun runs on a Friday night. We don't do that enough. Like, we should. We have a community on Discord and all that. Like, I'd be game for that. Because some of the early, you know, Monday night, Tuesday night, like, those are hard for me to make those league things. But a Friday night... You know, like you said, the Toyota or whatever, do some of those fun runs. 
I nominate. I, I, I nominate you to get it together, Tyler. <laughs> I, I w- so this there's something that's been in my mind. I'm always thinking about what we could do, how we could bring folks in. Uh, we've got a, a broad group of listeners from around the world, and uh, we get messages and emails, and we meet folks at tracks that we didn't know even listened, and they just recognize us or recognize our logo or whatever it is. And I'm always surprised and pleasantly surprised. And, and happy about it, about the trajectory. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we all have iRacing in common typically. Um, so I've been, I've been thinking about this. You're, you, you bring a good point up, and I hadn't even th- said this, Jason, is that uh, I've even got a name for it. It's, it's called An Evening With Into the Apex. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, I don't know what night it would be, but Friday night seems appropriate because everybody, you know, Friday or Saturday night, in the winter on a Saturday night, maybe a Friday night in the summer, but you know, as it gets warmer, everybody gets busy, but, but still doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, but yeah, I mean, we can work it, on the title. Yeah. We can. Erotic. Yeah. <laughs> John, John I, I love you for that. Uh, comment. That's great. I mean, it, as it should be. As it should be. The way you, you said After it. Yeah. An evening with an evening with yeah. into the apex. A dark, a low lit, a, a low lit room with light, <laughs> ch- light, uh, chill music playing. Ro- Robert Gregoire walks in. Patrick Stein barges through the wall like the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I I feel like the Toyota Gazoo is overdone at this point. But I mean, is there going to be a, a fun run without the tor- with the Toyota Gazoo that's not? just amazing the more people you have i mean i want to see 30 of those fuckers going down the hill at road atlanta absolutely the more the better i mean it's just yeah it makes it fun and the low power makes it you know a challenge it's yeah let's do it and and the new car that came out the clio the clio yeah the clio that's uh sounds like a seasoning or something (laughs) (laughs) Sounds How like the uh, one tarot card reader from like the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Cleo, call me now for your free car- tarot reading. <laughs> oh, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. Oh. <laughs> you guys don't remember that from like the ni- late 90s? I do. I do. I do. It's just. Patrick, no, it's, not the, I, it's not the 90s, but. <laughs> that, that's Patrick. Patrick. Call me now. That's it, Patrick. Patrick was, I, oh. I remember it, Patrick, but only you called the number. <laughs> A couple times, yeah. <laughs> and, that's and, and what Patrick you, was looking for the scrambly channel, like in between the other channels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called? Yeah, there's a whole uh, bunch of people who have no idea what the fuck. Just <laughs> what, what, what completely was it dated on it. HBO. What was it called on HBO? Oh, Showtime. Skinamax. No, it's not Showtime's porn. its own sh- channel. Red, oh. Red nope. Diaries. <laughs> Yeah, no. yeah, that's the one. Bunny Ranch. I think I think there's one that was like Sex After Dark. Oh, oh yeah, Sex After Dark. I've never seen I any of it, but I know a, of them. Patrick, I remember stop. on a field trip the, in the second half of the podcast grade. has been brought to you by the Chebecki Agency. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change the name of my LLC. <laughs> Insurance company LLC is the new name. <laughs> Can you insure my laugh? 
<laughs> matchup. What what road have you? What dark road have you taken? Us down? I'm gonna get a call from all well, states. Like I was gonna, I was just gonna explain that. <laughs> I remember in sixth grade. Oh God. We went on a field trip down to uh, the capital of Illinois, Springfield, and in the hotel that we stayed at, they had HBO, yeah. and you get a bunch of sixth graders, and they had sex after dark. If I have to testify in court after this story, Patrick, I, so help me God. I was in sixth grade. It's fine. <laughs> And all of us were like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't like, have to wait for the scrambles. It was perfectly clear. <laughs> I'm just picturing like 20 Brendan Dassies from making a murderer. This is not WrestleMania. What is this? <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> yeah, I just want to go home. Yeah. Oh, my God, Patrick. <laughs> Tell me something about NASCAR, for fuck's sake. Please, <laughs> save this. Uh, anything, yeah, this is... This is dark. I went down a dark, dark road. <laughs> Are we yeah. gonna get cancelled? <laughs> Are we gonna get cancelled? <laughs> no. How can you get cancelled from the internet? The, wo- oh, the yeah. woke Twitter mob is gonna come after us right now. No, we, I think I'm just gonna shut this minutes. down. <laughs> <laughs> if we're losing Rob, we're in trouble. Yeah, I'm just gonna shut this down. Yet yeah, No one's allowed to do this anymore. <laughs> Well, I I'm kicked off. Yeah, Fuck. Patrick, mute yourself for the next five minutes. You're in timeout. You're in the uh, what is that? What is that? Yeah, he did mute himself. Good boy, good boy, Patrick. Penalty yeah. box. Yeah, you're in the, the sin bin. Box. Yeah, in the sin bin. Yep, Patrick, mute yourself for five minutes. Go fuck off. Okay. Did you say um, the sin bin? The sin bin. Yeah. Oh, I had never heard that. It's good. Patrick's like kicking his feet up. He's like Tell he, me more. He's, Patrick. In the corner. <laughs> Yeah, Patrick's taking it seriously. I appreciate that. So we're going to keep that in the show. That's not getting cut. We don't cut shit on this show. Uh, oh, oh my goodness. Uh, I had a trajectory like I always do, but it's it was very vague, but it had nothing to do with what Patrick just said. But I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It's good time. Um, <laughs> Patrick, shut up. <laughs> um, oh, my God. What? What? what oh, Trans Am. Patrick's using, there we go. He's using hand gestures now that he's muted and it's obscene. <laughs> Patrick, mute your cut your screen off too, please. Patrick, cut your screen off, please. Okay, his screen is off. Okay, screen. Patrick is dead to us for the next five minutes. Okay. Uh, uh, while we were off it, while we were in the between the break, uh, we were talking a bit about Trans Am. Um, I mean. Jason, you're Jason's been a big uh, follower of Trans Am. Uh, we were kind of chatting because I've not followed it a ton. It's you know, it's interesting because I'm going to toss this into the mix of this discussion as well as we close her out. Uh, the Garage 56 entry for Le Mans, the the Camaro, basically modified NASCAR, that's got my attention a bit as well. I mean, everybody here to an extent is a road fan. I mean, everybody that's left Patrick's banned for the next five minutes. Um, so everybody that's not banned is a road racing fanatic. So what does the garage 56 Hendrick Camaro with its newly released livery and headlights and bells and whistles, does that, does that bring you into the next gen car? Because it's really does. I mean, it's a next gen car with bells and whistles. 
Does that do anything for you guys? Whoever wants to go. Uh, I don't understand which class it's racing in. I haven't. It's, it's in no class. It's just by. It's like an exhibition class, then. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't like that. Particularly, just spectacle. I, as a, I want to race somebody always, right? Like I yeah. want to compete against somebody. I get that there's it's an exhibition, and I think it's super cool. Like cars, really cool. I think it will do well, um, but I want to race against somebody. Yeah, you know what, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I think it was on. I randomly started listening to his podcast. Was talking about how they could take this experiment that they do at Le Mans and, and apply it to the to the Cup Series and maybe have like a six-hour race uh, with the cup cars at Watkins Glen or, oh, yeah. or one of the road races, which I think would – and he, he thought it would, would be pretty cool, um, you know, because he said a lot of the guys, you know, they, they see the 24-hour Rolex. You see a lot of the NASCAR guys do come race in the Rolex um, and, and thought that, you know, hey, if they can get this car, if they can, you know, test it out here at Le Mans, see how it can do for 24 hours. You know, maybe we do have some endurance racing with the, the cup series, which I think that would take a lot of us, you know, road racers who are, you know, oh, I don't want to watch NASCAR. You know, I think that would really blend the two. Um, yeah. I think you're onto something. Yeah. Cause I, I watch most of the NASCAR road races. I don't, I probably watch, 10% of the oval races, but when they're at, you know, Road America and Sonoma and Mid Ohio, or not Mid Ohio, um, that's what I'm. Coda. Coda. Yeah, Coda and Watkins Glen. Like, I'm all in because you get some of the, some of the full time NASCAR guys are really good road racers too, yeah. right? Uh, so that, but it's interesting. And I just, I know those tracks more, right? Like, I'm, I'm bought in. But could you imagine the commercials on a six-hour race? No. <laughs> oh, man. That's a good point. <laughs> Patrick, I'm going to let you out of purgatory because I do want to hear your comments on this as a, a you know a longer-termer, longer-term NASCAR guy than, than any of us, is that I, this is what my thought was, was this type of car, I mean, here it is. It's engineered. It's put together. It's got the headlights, all the... Uh, you know, it's got the Bosch BMW style uh, dashes input, the, the Max Pappas Industries wheel. I mean, it's it's beautiful, uh, but it is a, a next-gen car through and through. So I can see, I can see the, you know, IMSA and NASCAR owned by the same group. Like I see this merge coming together with, the, you know, single lug nuts, these little details to where... You, and, and you know more more road courses on the NASCAR schedule to where you're going to meet in the middle somewhere, and I could see that what what John just talked about an endurance NASCAR race with modified NASCARs with headlights, with different kind of wheels and dashes. I mean, could the could I don't know. I, I don't want to get too too far off the edge. Does it become a hybrid type of series? I, I mean, I doubt it. Oval racing is going to have its place. But no, but you just it's just like a wild card you would throw into like the calendar or something like that. It'd just be this one random off event that like anything could happen and it's kinda like the way I feel like 
I know it's probably not the intention, but the way Nashville is for IndyCar, like IndyCar, like those the last two races, they're both disasters. But at the same time, it's like you have no idea who's going to yeah. win. Someone could come from last and win. From like it's just it's just one of those things where it's just it would I feel like it would just kind of be like a wild card, and every series needs at least a few wild cards throughout the. Game. Let me let me throw out a controversial take or theory. Uh, America is getting more F1 races. The drive to survive th- phenomenon in America for motorsport seems to be the the dominant. Uh, even IndyCar has reduced its amount of oval races and increased its o- its road races. So, does you know you see NASCAR making these kind of changes subtly, slowly? I mean, sure they add a dirt track at Bristol, gimmick. All gimmick, but they're adding Coda. They're adding road courses that you never saw before in my era, Mid Ohio, Road America, uh, Chicago Street Circuit, and so on. I mean, I remember a, a time when uh, the Bush series going to Mexico was edgy. You know, you know what I mean. Autodromo Hermano Rodriguez. I remember that time, Patrick. Um, there, do you see the the death of cookie cutter ovals in america for nascar where it becomes some type of trans am series to a to a type to a degree i mean that's i i don't say that is a popular take i don't say that's an accurate take but that is a wild left field theory that i it's it's crossed my mind since i've seen the uh, images and video of the garage 56 lamar entry so patrick go ahead um they're already starting that. They're already starting it to a certain level. They just sold off a bunch of property at Auto Club. This is the last race at Auto Club on the current configuration. That's two miles. Possibly it's going to be a short track in the next couple of years, or they might do nothing with it and just you know sell it all. We don't know yet. But and that's a NASCAR-owned track. You see with the Chicago Street Circuit. Okay, they're kind of following how F1 does, you know, street circuit events where they're throwing up an event, you know, in the middle of a city and then they're just going to take it all down. Even though they got a cookie cutter oval 30 miles down the road that they own, they're not going to go through it. I think that they are trying to get to that more of a hybrid thing that you're talking about. I don't think they're going that extreme. But I do think that they're trying to cut out a lot of those one and a half mile oval cookie cutter tri oval tracks. And I think they're trying to do that. I just don't know if they're doing it in the right way. But I think with the Garage 56 car, it opens a lot of possibilities like Road Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Why not? Why not go to Road Atlanta? It would be a hell of a lot better than Atlanta Motor Speedway. That would be wild to see a NASCAR field at Road Atlanta. Yes. Coming down that hill? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't see that. What about... I'm just going to throw it out there. Laguna Seca. Mm. <laughs> a lot of sand. I mean, Sonoma. Well, you, you can barely get Indy cars on there, let alone yeah. NASCARs. I like where your head's at. but I, I'm just saying, or, you know... You, you, you have Coda right now. Well, if you put in the Garage 56 car, and you got a bunch, you know, 40 of those going around, 
I think that would be a pretty fucking fun race. I mean, I I, th- I like where you're, I, I like your comments on that, Patrick. My theory, like I said, I mean, I'm way out in left field. Like I'm in, I'm past the foul line with my thoughts. But I, I have to say, I mean, as I see things, as a a person that's like my pinky finger is clinging on the ledge of NASCAR. That's that's where I'm at. I'm trying to get my I'm trying to get back on the on the surface. Uh, but I see things like, you know, we got rain tires and such at road courses now. Like that was unthinkable when I was into NASCAR at its peak. Uh, and then I hear that we get we're getting rain tires and can race in the rain at short tracks or things like that. I'm like, there's obviously an, a, a healthy mindset towards evolution here. Uh, so the garage 56 is even more like that's, I just cannot get past the images of, of a, a NASCAR that doesn't have sticker headlights. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's as simple as that. Like the headlights are fucking real for a change. They're not stickers. And I love it. I, I really love that car. I, I hear criticism of, of delivery and this and that, but I, I mean, I'm really thoroughly enjoying what I see of that car and can't wait to watch it in Lamar, even though it's racing against nobody. I mean, it's just in theory that it could beat somebody. It, it, they're competing for nothing. We need to do a, a watch party with the, I'm sure Ash Vandalay will do one. It'd be cool to do a into the apex uh, with the Ash uh, watch party for yes. them all. I agree. I mean, that's going to be, a huge thing to watch is what that car can do. I mean, they got Jimmy Johnson and Jensen Button teamed up, uh, Rockefeller. I mean, that's I, I certainly approve of the uh, the co-drivers. Uh, the only issue I could see with doing some kind of NASCAR race, whether it's you know in ten years, even let's let's be way in the future. In ten years, do the NASCARs have headlights? I mean, it, it depends on where they're racing, but. Again, NASCAR's big thing, it seems, is that the cars are so stock that, that they wreck a lot more than any racing series that we all watch. NASCAR's wreck a shit ton. Whether it's trucks, Xfinity, Cup, they wreck a lot. And if you if you attach headlights and all this these you know expensive pieces of equipment, it becomes more expensive to wreck and uh, it's less feasible to do, right? So I feel like, you know, IMSA, F1, I mean, wrecks happen, but they don't happen. They're not as likely as in NASCAR. NASCAR is kind of that grassroots, you know, I'm going to wreck you kind of deal. And, you know, in road racing, there's there's more of a sense of class, if, I'm, if I can say that without being elitist. So that's another thing. I mean, if you're going to break a headlight and it's going to be a fucking $10,000 headlight, then maybe it's not a feasible theory. Then they'll need more sponsorship, and then more sponsorship leads to more commercials. So, you know, <laughs> and, we, and we come back to that. We come back, yeah. Well, that's why people like NASCAR because there is bumping and rubbing, and you're not yeah. uh, penalizing the guy with the drive-through, right? Like I think NASCAR is super liberal with that. Like I've seen some of these hits where they drive right into him. Like, oh, that's that's too far afield for me. But you want bumping, right? And I think especially F1 where you get just some silly penalties sometimes, right? Where and it can mean the race for somebody, right? Where it's, oh, well, you know, we extrapolated the data and he actually could have moved <laughs> a tires with farther to the right to let him in. I'm like, oh, that's silly, you know? I, so it, it's hard. It, I, I would never want to be the, 
the judge, you know, the the sanctioning body for these events, try to figure out the rules. It, it can't be fun. Yeah, the five second penalty, and yeah, yeah. I want to be that guy, just dish note rules indiscriminately, and just be like, "You five seconds, you out of the race." Race control, Rob. Yeah, race control, like Rob. It. No rule books, no gods, no nothing. Just pure intuition. <laughs> just penalize. <laughs> That's quite the dictatorship right there. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, are you the Kim Jong-un of, of racing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you fall in love? You either fall in love or you fall in line. <laughs> I like I like your style, Rob. Oh. No oh, protest man. system. F1, or the, uh, the new... Season came out today, right? Drive to Survive. Yeah, I haven't checked you guys. I don't. I don't. I haven't watched any of that shit. None of it, really. No. Tyler hates what he doesn't understand. <laughs> wait, wait. I, I'm shocked by that, Rob. I'm shocked that you're. You don't strike me as a mainstream guy, and and Drive to Survive is mainstream. I don't like. I don't even sit there and watch the whole thing, but like I'll sit there and kind of click through it. So what, it's like an expedited yourself? viewing. What? An edge, edge, edge myself. Yes. <laughs> and you complained about what I said earlier. What the yeah, hell? I was saying Tyler's coming to us worse. Very yeah. erotic episode. Yeah. <laughs> You're in timeout. No. Mute yourself. Well, yeah, Five minutes. Because, like, you know. Go into the penalty box. It's not like it's, like, a show where I, like, I, I'm watching it to know what happened in the season. Like, I watch yeah. damn near every race. Like, I know what happened. I don't. Just so it's like that's the thing for me. Like for some reason, I still can't help myself from like wanting to see how they dramatize something. So it's or something a, it, like that. It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, I guess so. Far. Okay. See, I got yeah. it right. Yeah. I got it right. Yeah. I knew it. I I just I knew you couldn't watch that with a straight face, right? No, it's garbage. It's hot trash. Exactly. It's like <laughs> watching reality TV. John, yeah. comment. I mean, John, you you brought it up as though you admire it. Okay, so you know, <laughs> I hope she forgives me, but uh, oh. you know, my wife, she turns on Netflix and there's shows like Too Hot to Handle and and like Blind First Love or Love Is Blind, and it's just reality trash. Okay, yeah. so yes. if anyone, it's her fault because even though I don't directly watch those shows, I I see it, and so then like, you know, how can I apply that trash to something that I like? So then I start to watch Drive to Survive, a little bit of trashy stuff, but it's more yeah. in line with what I would prefer to, to watch. But like Rob said, like, you know, like this past year is probably the first year that I watched like almost every race. And let's see what kind of drama they can bring up in the background. And, you know, I there's some stuff that, you know, that I don't think all of it's bad, like, a, you know, but I think it's enter- it's entertainment at the very end of the day, you know, and. And if there's no F1 races on, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll watch their, their drama. But, uh, so like, he was like, actually, I'm a big so, Gunther so, fan, Gunther Steiner. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I, th- I thought you might have been tuning in this season just to see if Yuki and Pierre stayed together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, they, do they? Oh God. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to defend next week. Defended a little bit, you know, uh, yeah. it's, uh, it did bring this, you know, it, brought it to the forefront here yeah. in the U S and, and, you know, I was not 
I, I've watched sports car racing forever, but very little F1, and now I'm into it. And uh, there's somebody's cats going on right now. That's kind of Ross cat, I think. And, uh, That's not mine. It, plus, you get some really cool, like you know, <laughs> cinematography and all that. Is is you know, get a very high production value with it. Yeah. So it's better than like your, you know. Again, you and John and I both get trouble for this comment, but it's better than Real Housewives and that sort of thing. You yeah. know, you're getting you know production value there, so I think it's it's solid, right? You know, it's it's, it's something something uh, to watch. I read on Twitter the DTS fans, aka you, or what's wrong with the world right now? So, oh jeez, oh no, I read it online. Anyway, so mine as well. I did. I didn't verify. You seem all right to me, but. <laughs> Did you say BTS? Like the Korean band? DTS. DTS. Try to survive. Oh, oh wow. I didn't yes. know we had a hashtag. So I'm, DTS. Yeah. yeah, I said on Twitter, so I really leaned into it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I will still, gladly still, watch any. You, you, you don't find it in between channels, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> uh, I don't know who's supposed to feel good about themselves after this bit, but... Uh, Probably nobody. Nobody. <laughs> oh, no, nobody. No. Uh, what What do you say we uh, salvage that with a little bit of oval racing uh, on the sim? Hey, eh? get your oval re- wheels set up, everybody. Let's do it. I gotta get my screwdriver out. Oh my god! <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh, it's a lot yeah. of work. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, John's got uh, quite the wheel situation going on. Oh. Well, I already screwed it back. Well, in. we need to do the Friday night thing, though, Tyler. Whatever, yeah, we're gonna come up with a better name, but we need to do that. You don't, though. you don't like an evening with Into the Apex. It sounds too formal. Like we're gonna, Can you go say a little bit softer, side lower, something. Into the Apex after dark. Oh, there geez. you go. Yes, oh, I'm ready God. now. <laughs> I'm at attention. Oh. The the fl- the flame hour with Into the Apex. <laughs> Let's put some sort of disclaimer on this episode. I think this if episode make yeah. it, is only 30 minutes long. <laughs> if I can make it weirder, I certainly will. Uh, but I, I appreciate the concept. Okay. Uh, for for Rob, Patrick, uh, John Javicki, and Jason Bivens joining us to uh, uh, fill out the room tonight. Uh, gentlemen, thanks. Cheers. We'll catch you on the sim, and we'll catch you next week. Uh, we've got a guest joining us from the Michelin Pilot Series. John's got a Capri Sun. Jason's got a beer. Uh, Rob's got some wine, and I've got some bourbon. I'm drinking tea. Uh, Shut down the wine. Okay. Well, there we go. Uh, We're having a good time. Let's get on the sim. Continue to have a good time. Check out IntoTheApex.com, Motorsport Podcast Network, and uh, on YouTube. We'll see you next week, everybody. been listening to into the apex from mad jim racing media check out the show's upcoming road trips and join the community at into the apex.com